He's hunting, and and he's he's earned it. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, he uh, yeah he put a a lot of uh, his uh, opportunity time, like you and I had to hunt. Yeah, uh, on the board because he had to work. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, now he's, the football he's, season's he, wound down. He gets a little time off. Yeah, and um, I'm glad we get to hunt when we do. <laughs> yeah, uh, because it's hard, uh, man. I, I, I I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, I love October, November. I mean, it just, it, there's just, you know, because that anticipation of, of things are going to get better and better and better. And they do, they, you know, and then for us here in the South, you know, things really start waning off, um, after December, you know, up, up, you know, in, in the Midwest and stuff, it, it, you know, if you watch so many of the TV shows, they look forward to those really cold weather days right. when, when the deer have got to come out and feed. And, and, and we don't. Well, it's just a different, and we were talking about it, uh, you know, folks, just a little while ago while we were waiting for us to come on. It's a different beast altogether in the southeast. Yeah. You know, our, you know, like in Florida, where we are presently in North Florida, our rut actually starts in our neck of the woods where you and I live close to the beaches in July and August. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, by the by the time it moves up into Georgia, it's where I'm at in South Georgia and where you are. Our starts on Halloween mm-hmm. and runs for about two weeks into the early part of November. Right, and so at that point, the deer have been intruded upon. Yes, uh, immensely. Yeah, and, and and not only have they been intruded upon, but the does have been run all over creation. They've had arrows swung at them. They've had bullets swung at them. That's right. Okay, and then and then the bucks. Well, they're just tired of chasing the does and they're tired of having arrows swung at them and bullets swung at them and the ones that are living man, let me tell you they i i you know I, I was talking to you about this i mean i have sat a bunch since december 17th which was my kids christmas break right and and i have a piece of property up in georgia and 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 i was there basically for two weeks now i came back a day before each saturday to to make sure that i was here for the radio show and then I have sat, I don't know how much this January and, 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 and I have seen a total of four deer mm-hmm. and three of those were in one sit and the other one is in my freezer. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because I was talking to my buddy Roger who I, who hunts with me on my property. It's just basically he and I. Right. Um, and, and then my family, of course. But, you know, we, we, we kind of went through the season the other day of, of, you know, how things have gone and 
what we could have done better and 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 the the one the the one thing that uh we definitely had a problem with this year was was food plots and i think everybody yeah, that knows you know, anything about the southeast had that yeah you know i mean issue. so so and and the other thing i was thinking about kirk if if you don't have some type and we never talk about this year but if you don't have some type of water source yeah. somewhere i mean whether it be a mile right you're you're dead in the water dude Especially with the conditions we've had in the southeast, it's been a yeah. severe drought. Mm-hmm. We're way below our normal rainfall level. Um, you know, I hunt uh, on the Suwannee River. Right. Suwannee River's down to about ankle deep, which is bizarre considering, you know, you and I have seen conditions up there where it's 15 feet over flood stage yeah. up into the woods. Oh, and yeah. you're going, we could launch a bay boat back in here and fish. L- literally, folks, when, when I hunted... Um, this lease that, that Kirk's talking about, we had 15 foot ladder stands that were underwater. In the swamp. In the swamp. Underwater. That's how much rainfall we had that year. Yeah. And, and, and this year, I mean, it's, it's, it's ankle deep. It, yeah. The, the Swanee River's ankle deep and, and there's very little water on, on some of the properties that we hunt. And, and it's had to have had some type of effect. As a matter of fact, you know, I know that, um, uh, I was, I was watching, uh, Dr. Grant Woods. Uh, growing deer TV. Right. And, and I, I get that weekly and, and he's got bucks in January that, that are dropping their horns. Right. Well, I talked to, uh, one of our advertisers, uh, Gary, Which, Stov- and he's in Missouri. Yeah. Yep. And Gary Stovall and he hunts in, in North Georgia and he had, you know, relatively the same, uh, um, comment. He said, you know, we've got a new lease. Right. And we had gone from being close to a food source with water. Uh huh. Soybeans, peanuts, which is a bonanza, in, mm-hmm. and where we are in the southeast, to hunting an area that that was benign of that, and he said they've really struggled to yeah. see a lot of deer, and I think that drought has greatly affected our hunting. Um, I'm fortunate enough because I I do have a little trickle left, right? But it's really evident. I took uh you know one of our other sponsors who works for Academy Sports, uh, hunting on our piece of land last week, mm-hmm. and it was funny. When we walk down to the river, we have a lot of sandbars down on the Swanee. Which is beautiful. Which is just gorgeous. Yeah. You know, full of deer tracks. Oh, yeah. Hog. Yeah. Bear. Turkey. Everything's going yep. to get them a sip of water. Yeah. And and it's, um, you know, for kind of like going back, talking about our, 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 our year in, in review, we, uh, we've, we've killed one buck. This year, one, one buck on yeah. our, on our property. And, and it was the biggest buck that we've, I'm sorry, it was the biggest buck that we've seen in years. I, I, I killed one that, that gross scored 148 a few years ago. And the one Roger killed this year was 142. Good deer. Yeah. Yeah. Re- really good deer. But if, and, and, and he got a glimpse of this deer and made a really good shot. Yeah. I mean, you know, killed the deer stone cold. Right. If, if that had to happen, We'd be, we'd be odd. We'd be zero, dude. I mean, I, I have seen, you know, last, I keep going back to last year and I'm just telling you from the first day that I sat, which was in September mm-hmm. and, and I'll never forget the buck that I saw on, on Sunday morning, which was the second opening, which was the second day after opening. Okay. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yep. And I, I never, it was, it was just massive. I mean, for, for our neck of the woods. And this was, this was, you know, in sept- early September. With a bow. With a bow, you Your know. Sticks. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, from, from then on, dude, I just saw 
so many bucks. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I couldn't go anywhere. I mean, I, you know, you just had, I had the horseshoe, you know, and, and I ended up killing a beautiful 10 point last year. And, and this year, I mean, I mean, literally, Kirk, I'm, and I, and, and, and I'm going to include spikes, four points, you know, whatever, little bucks. I bet you I've seen five bucks this year. I, and I, and I saw one nine point at 15 yards that I had and, and he was just outside the ears and I was like, you know, that's just not, it's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Hindsight being 2020, should have whacked him, you know, him. but, but man, you know, and, yeah. and it's not just us. I mean, everybody that I talk to, you know, I know that, uh, you know, Jeff's up at his property and, and, uh, uh, we were all hunting yesterday. I was hunting my property and, 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 uh, you know, he had several guys up there and, and I know them all and we're texting back and forth. The brother, we're not, I mean, we're not seeing a deer. Yeah. Nothing. It is just, it is bizarre. It's, it's amazing. You know, you, 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 you really get to appreciate the stealth. And the ability for them to be ghost in the woods yeah. this time of the year because they are so good at it. Yeah. How they know we're coming, how they know where we're coming from, they avoid us like the plague. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I hunted our piece last week. I took took a, a, a buddy of mine who, who works for Academy Sports, uh, the general manager, mm-hmm. Joe Pulse, and took him up to our place. He's from West Virginia, mm-hmm. mountain boy. And has hunted extensively all up in in the in Virginia area of the country, and and is a good hunter and did everything right. I mean, you know, everything: the clothes, the the the, the bathing, descending, you know, cover scent going in, put him in an ideal location to see deer. And uh, we were fortunate; we saw a few. I ended up seeing for the for the three day sit or or two and a half days, I saw fifteen deer. Yeah, but, but I had to dive back in an area that you know was like the deepest, darkest part of the swamp and just got lucky one day. Right. And and harvested a, a doe with my bow and arrow. Which is cool. Which is way cool. It's really hard. But it's been amazing with the members in our club how most of them come back to me and we're not seeing anything. Yeah, I know. I said, I know. I mean, even, you know, we had an incident this week where we decided to go up one more time. The last hoorahs, I called it. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of days off from rigging a new boat and got a little time to, to, to wait for some equipment to come in. So I shot up there and our buddy, uh, Larry Minyard, you know, came back during that, a full day sit and said, man, I don't, I don't see anything, but I, I want to get a hog. And I heard some hogs cross the road over here the other day. I'm going to, I'm going to go in there and check it out mm-hmm. and ends up going into the woods and, and harvesting a, a decent size hog. And there was 20 hogs in there. I'm like, if you saw 20 hogs, mm-hmm. why haven't we seen more hogs? Right animals it's like they i don't know how they do it yeah it's amazing yeah and and you know i we we, we had some rain this week so it i always love walking after it's rained you know oh, yeah. and, it's so quiet and, yeah it's quiet and you can really see fresh sign and stuff and the sign's there yeah. you know i mean that's that's the interesting thing i mean it's you know i i, I came back a couple of times it was just my wife and i up there and, and uh, she's like you see anything i said no i said oh, my god the deer sign the, I mean, the fresh rubs and scrapes and deer tracks and, you know, I mean, I'm just like, you know, they're there, but man, they're, it, it they must be a midnight to 4 a.m. and, yeah. and then they're done, brother. I mean, they go, like you said, to the wild woolly boogers and, and lay down and they don't move until it's dark. 
I, it, it, they just can't because I'm, you know, and it's like what you said. I mean, I, I, I haven't gone and sat in any of our traditional stands. Yeah. You know, I have put a stand on my back. We, we, we have a, a 200, another 200 acre lease and I have moved this stand all over that 200 acres. I mean, I, I'm telling you just, just putting it on my back and walking and go, wow, look at, you know, look at this side and I'll sit there three times and okay, we got, <laughs> got to move, you know, I mean, yeah. and I keep doing that. And it's just, it's 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 amazing to me what where they go, what they do. I, I don't know, but it's it's actually pretty cool. Well, I I hunted uh, one day this week and had an opportunity to sit back in a slough back in a really dark swamp, and I get back there, and you know it's it, it, after you've hunted in a place a few times, you get a general feel for what direction you're going to come from. They're going to come from your far left, just mm-hmm. like like you're sitting on a highway. Watching cars from the left and cars come from the right. And every time I've sat in there, they've come from the left to the right. So that you're just sitting there and your head on a swivel going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I had told you just a few minutes ago, I'm sitting there and I'm watching this slew going, okay, left. And you give that about a 30 second stare and then you slowly lighthouse around to the right, look to the right, you know, 60, 90 seconds. As I turn my hand, head back to the left again and I'm looking hard left, I, I, I catch a little noise like a dink. Mm-hmm. And I see a little bit of movement right there in front of me, and I turn around, and I look down, and there's a doe standing like 35 or 40 yards from me. I'm going, where in the blazes did that come from? <laughs> I know. And it's so thick there. Yeah. It's like I told you. I said, you know, if you and I walked through there, we would be straining to get the bushes off of us because it's it's a real thick tie tie swamp. Yeah. And there she is. Yeah. And you're going, how, how do they do that? I don't know. And not make a whole lot of noise. Uh, yeah, and, and and that's the thing. Everything's so dry right now. I'm thinking there's no way a deer's ever going to sneak up on me. That's right. You know, and and it, they do. It's like they beam down. Yeah, like aliens. Absolutely, folks. Don't go anywhere. We have more with the Hunt Life Outdoors Show with Kirk Waltz. I'm Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. As a deer hunter, I think this happens to us all. You're sitting in your stand and you catch a glimpse of a huge buck. It happens to be the same buck that fills your dreams and your trail cameras. When you saw him during bow season, he was just out of reach. During gun, he was chasing a doe and moving too fast. You've done everything possible to take this buck. You've moved stands, moved trail cameras. You've taken time off work you shouldn't have. You even missed your niece's wedding. This buck consumes your thoughts. As a matter of fact, there's times when your wife is talking to you, and even though you're looking right at her and shaking your head, you're thinking, man, I wish I had to move that stand on the creek bottom and not on that food plot. You hunt day after day, pass up deer after deer, and then it happens. The last day of deer season goes by, and you still have a tag in your pocket. During turkey season, you find his sheds, and your spirits soar. Starting about August, you put out your trail cameras. About two weeks into it, you finally get a picture of him. He is alive and still around. You look at that picture and you say, game on. If this has ever happened to you, you need to be a part of Hunt Life. Visit HuntLife.com. Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. 12 years of research give it unequaled effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. I wanted to be in the military since I was a kid. I served a total of 16 years. And at 19 years old, that's the first time I ever saw somebody die. Coming back, I was raging. 
I started having pretty horrible nightmares. I started drinking a lot. I guess I never recognized it in myself. It all starts with going to the VA. There's a whole community of veterans that just want to help you out. It's for the guys who couldn't come back, so you owe it to them to live well, because they're not here with their families. Visit maketheconnection.net. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. This is the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with Kirk Waltz. I'm Kevin Saver, and and and, and Kirk, I'm going to make this official right now. Uh, okay, uh, I, I, I'm ready for turkey season. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, I'm ready for. I'm ready to take that 22 and buy and no. back in the woods and uh, put the chili wop on some of these squirrels. Dad gum, man! I saw some trophy sized squirrels this week. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I mean, and it's so funny because. You know, really, right now they're just about your only entertainment. Yep. You know, and 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 so it, it is so funny to watch those hawks or owls fly fly through the swamp and, and hear them chucking everywhere. Dude, they're they're going <laughs> ballistic in there. You know, oh. it's it's a uh, like you said. I yeah, I I got to find something to do because I certainly haven't. I you know, I have I've pulled the trigger one time on the gun this year. I've done it once, just once too. Yeah, I told you what what you know, and I, I don't know if we talked about this in any previous shows, but uh, I haven't shot the Weatherby for two years, right? Because I'm just so into this bow hunting thing. So I pull it out this year and and, and take it over to the range, you know. And Larry's shooting his his uh, 243, and I pull out my Mark V, which is just an awesome rifle, deer rifle, right? And I put the Weatherby up there after he center lined his, and he goes, "All right, I got the binocs up." He said, "Uh." Where are you going to put it? I said, I'm going to put it right there in the middle on the crosshairs. <laughs> I shoot. He goes, uh, try that again. So I, put, I jack another round in there and shoot again. And he goes, I hate to tell you, but it ain't even on the paper. <laughs> I said, say what? He goes, I don't know what you did to that thing, but it ain't on the paper. And I said, come on, man. So we pick up and move to 50 yards. Right. All right, all right, all right. Go ahead. Put another round in there. And I shoot. Uh... Did you did you jerk? I go. I don't like the way that sounds. He goes, put another round in it. Let's just make sure. Uh, really, it was that far off. Oh my god, it was eighteen inches off the paper. Finally got within twenty Whoa, yards. That's crazy. I don't know what happened. I guess I bumped the scope or did something. And those loop the loopholes or whatever you want to call loopholes, them, yeah. loopholes, usually dead on accurate. That gun has never been that far off. Now after I center lined it. You know, it, dro- it drove tax, but it, you know, hey. Well, you know, and, and, and obviously we talk about that a lot. Um, I bought, I bought a new Browning, uh, 243, which uh, actually I say, I, I, it really, I bought it for my wife. Right. And, and, uh, put a loophole on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, went and shot it and shot it and got it, got it centered in. And, and, um, I tell them, yeah. I, I I haven't gone to the woods with my gun yet. I've been using hers. Really? Uh, it it just it's you know I mean I, like I said I, I I shot a shot a doe this year. I don't know 120 130 yards and and to be able to there's there is something pretty cool about shooting a rifle. Yeah. You know because you and I bow hunt a yeah. lot. Yeah. I mean I, 90% of the time I'm sitting in a tree. Not right now. I'm and dude if if it walks out now it, it's getting shot at with a gun because I. You know, we're, we're, we're down to the, 
you know, two minute warning here. The wire, yeah. yeah. And, and so, but, you know, being able to, you know, put that gun up on, you know, on, on, on your rest and, and take that deer 125, 150 yards. Pretty cool. It is. They're pretty, pretty cool. You know, I mean, it, because you and I watch a lot of deer, you know, and, and, and they're that 50, 60 yards, you know, and you're like, gosh, darn it. Closer. You know, and, 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 <laughs> and, and brother, when, when, when I'm hunting those fifth rows now, you know, those, those cut fifth rows, we, we hunt a lot of those up at the property. If he steps out there 200 yards, it's, it, he's, He's getting shot at. He's going to be scored at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's, uh, there is some, there is something to say for that. There, uh, it's, it's totally, it's a totally different game. Yeah. You know, I, but I truly think that bow hunting makes you a better hunter. I believe you're right. You know, because you, there's so many things that you, you have to take into consideration. Well, so much can go wrong. Yeah. Well, there's, it's, it's, it's unbelievable what can go wrong. I, I'm, I, and I don't know Even about you. Even when you get a shot. I don't know about you. Uh, you know, and I posted a, a blog on a Hunt Life website about late season hunting. And, and, and part of it was stealth, stealth, and more stealth and stealth. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't like when I get up in the morning and I'm bow hunting. And I'm going out the door. I have a mental checklist that I'm going through, and I've got a I've got a, a fanny pack with shoulder straps on. It. <laughs> yeah. And you know how I am. Yeah. I'm bringing the world with me. Yeah. You know, you got to make sure you got an arm guard. I want to make sure I got two releases because if uh, knowing me, I'm going to drop one sooner or later. Right. You know, I've gotten to the point now where I clip them both, the the arm guard and the 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 release on my bow now, and I never take them when I'm done. They go right back on the bow. I, I do the same thing. And it's so funny. You've got that mental checklist you're going through. You know, I've already cleaned my clothes. I've descended my clothes. I've sprayed them with earth scent. Right. I bagged them up. You know, I change and go outside immediately, you know, and then I spray myself down again. I spray my bow down. I spray my pack, my boots, and just go to such great lengths to make sure that I'm, I'm going through the mental checklist. And then when I leave and go to the woods, I get off the four-wheeler and I'm doing it again. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I got everything. And there's so many different variations of, you know, and, and I'm, I'm a bow hunter that I take my, 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 uh, arrows off the bow. I, I do the same thing. And hang them on a tree. I do the and same all thing. all I got yeah. is the bow and one arrow yep. knocked, ready to rock and roll. And when you got that quiver hanging up there, you got to go, is it in a good spot? If I need a second arrow. Right. I always recover. And I've had that happen to me this year. Oh, I've flung free one, one yeah. time this year, you know? <laughs> yeah. Missed yeah. twice and finally the yeah. third time I, I sealed the deal, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. I, I missed twice the same deal. I'm oh. like, man. But you, you got to think about that. You can't, you know, when you're up there and, and, and you're taking a shot at 25 yards, there ain't a whole lot of movement going on. Right. Because if they see you move, they're out of there. Yeah. And you, a lot of times you, you flip one into the ground, it makes just one thunk. They just kind of look around. Yeah. So you've got to remember to reach over there and have, before you even started hunting, take one of those arrows and just get it just a little bit loose. And, and, and it's, that is, cause that if is, you don't, that is a great tech- tip because my quiver, you got to struggle. Oh, you, mine's do, the same way. Oh, dude, you got to pop it out of there. It goes, it makes so much noise. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, I've it, even, I did this funny. one day. Yep. I didn't do that mm-hmm. and I went to get one and tried to pop one loose and the whole quiver came off the tree. And, <laughs> Boom on the ground and man, those three deer, they looked like they'd been hangernated. They, yeah. they flew out of there. I, I, um, I actually had a doe this year and th- this was after, after, after two misses, but I, I, and I'm going, okay, it, our woods are, are, can be so quiet that if that bow makes any noise. Oh yeah. At all. 
I mean, it could be a little clink or whatever. But when I pulled the bow back and, and, and the dose was still there and she never knew. And I'm going, Oh, this is, this is money. Yep. You know, this is, I, 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 I took my time, shot right underneath her. The arrow goes in the ground. Well, she jumps straight up and I knew I missed her. Okay. She jumps straight up and goes 10 yards into the woods. And you know how they do? They kind of look around. What was that? And she's like, and then she, and then, you know, and so I'm doing the struggle thing. I'm, I'm, you know, got my hand above my head looking for an arrow, you know, and, and, and get one and get it knocked. And here she comes back. And I'm going, Oh, this is, this is too good to be this true. This is money. I'm going to take, take yeah, advantage of yeah, this. Yeah. So, so she, she comes back and she starts sniffing the arrow that's in the ground. Obviously it's got my scent all over it and comes unglued. Yeah. And runs into the woods. I'm going, Dad, come it. Here she comes back. I'm going, what is this crazy doe doing? I mean, you, you know, and she comes back and she's looking at the arrow and I'm going, oh, this whack right over the top over this time. I'm like going, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, you know, it's your like, heart's pumping. Oh, your adrenaline's man, through like, the top of your head. Oh yeah. I'm like two times, you know, at, at both of them at 28 yards. I'm like, I could, I could make that shot in my sleep. I mean, I, I, I shoot, I practice at 40 yards. Yeah. I, I practice at 40 yards in. And, and 25 yard shots, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it just to, just to totally miss, you know, a hundred pound dough. I'm like, what, what is going on it's here? It's a mental meltdown. It, it is. I mean, you know, and, and, uh, and, uh, and, and I go back to, I go back to, thank goodness I'm able to go back to this. I'm go, I go back to the, to the buck I shot in Kansas mm-hmm. and I'm going, at least I know that I can do it. Right. You know, because it was 22 yards. I made a perfect shot. Deer died at 50 yards and, you know, and, and, and I watched the whole thing. I mean, that, that's bow hunting. You know what I mean? But dude, do you know how many thoughts were going through my head? Yeah. At, at, at that point, at, you're at second point, guessing I, the way you're holding the bow. Oh, you're, there's so many things oh, going on. Is my on. sight pin off? Did I bump it? Am I, yeah. what, am, what am I doing? Am I, is my release? Am I jerking the release? Am and, I not following through? And, and I know, I know you don't play much golf and in, in, in my history, I, I, I played a lot of golf and, and a golf swing and, and a bow shot, or, there's, 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 there's so many similarities. If, if you're, if you're swinging a golf club and you're thinking about it, if you're standing there going, okay, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, you're done. Yeah. You, you got no chance. If you're confident in what you're doing, that you can take the club back and, and, and hit it where you want to hit it, you, 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 it's not hard. It's right. not. No. But all of a sudden you hit it dead left or, or you shoot underneath yeah. a doe and yeah. over a doe, you're going, whoa, what? You know, how can I practice all summer for this? And blow it. <laughs> and, 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 and blow it. I mean, I want to punch myself in the face. I'm going, what am I well, doing? Well, the worst part is when you go back to camp and they go, uh, yeah. Oh, Kevin, yeah. Kevin, yeah. where are those two arrows that <laughs> oh, were yeah, in there? Oh, yeah, because everybody going, counts arrows. Huh? Oh, I'm, I, oh, I was down in the bushes <laughs> looking for them, dude. I was going, and I found one of them. I go, oh, only shot one time. Uh, I had to admit. I oh, yeah, you got to suck it yeah. up. Oh, Just, yeah. You know, yeah. Take it on the chin. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to the Hut Life Outdoor Show. And don't forget, HuntLife.com. Cool store on there. Go on there and uh, get you some Hunt Life apparel. We'll be right back. After sweating it out all afternoon, I have finally accepted that no turkey of any kind lives within a mile of where I'm sitting. Time to pack it in. And just in time to get a text from Joe. He's wrapping it up, too, with tags filled. Ouch. But as I throw in the towel, it hits me. In just 30 minutes, I'll be back at camp. We'll all settle in, kick back, talk about the day. 
cheer our successes and jeer our failures. Best thing is, we'll do it all with a spirit of friendship and fellowship. It's the fellowship of hunters everywhere, safely home from the hunt. Without a doubt, this is The Hunt Life. If you're living The Hunt Life too, it's time you tell the world about it, even if it is a little chilly outside. Check out the online store at HuntLife.com for our ultra-warm hooded sweatshirt, fleece vest, and knit cap. This winter, show everyone you're living the hunt life. Visit HuntLife.com today. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Break up infinity for Mossy Oak, America's number one camo pattern just got better. Let fish and wildlife biologist Scotty Brown's 25 years of experience work for your property with Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management. They help landowners on developing and managing properties where recreational fishing and or hunting is the priority. Their lake management services include fish population sampling, electrofishing, water analysis, vegetation establishment or reduction, lake design or renovation, and long-term management strategies for your water body's future. Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management installs and repairs aeration systems, fountains, fish and game feeders, and their own design, Forever Tree Fish Attractors. They're experts in keeping small public water bodies and retention ponds in housing developments and golf courses working properly. So if you're looking to improve your property's aquatic resources, call Scotty Brown at Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management at 214-383-3223. That's 214-383-3223. I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. The Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen, they want to be the best conservation organization in the world. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Welcome back with me, Kevin Faber, along with uh, my good buddy, Kirk Waltz. And like we said, uh, our third logman is, uh, he's in the woods. Doing. I haven't gotten a text from him yet. So, deer, uh, deer research. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, doing some, some deer research. And, and, uh, it's, it's a, it's a tough time of year to do some, some deer research. But we were, we were talking kind of just, you know, reflecting back on, on, on our, our misses this year and, and, uh, you know the, the 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 interesting thing about about bow hunting is uh, it happens to everyone who oh, yeah. bow hunts. And if they, I mean, and if you think that it that it doesn't, then you know because I've all you know you watch TV and you see all these you know kill shots and and yeah. and, and, and I'm always going wow that, that's just amazing that those guys they make some unbelievable shots. It, you know I, I was uh, um, and and I don't know if you get this. I, there's there's two things that 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 I have that, that I'm a member of, and one is Midwest Whitetails, which mm-hmm. is with Bill Winky, mm-hmm. and the other one is uh, Growing Deer TV with Grant Woods. Right. And if folks, if you don't, if you're not a, a, a member of these uh, two websites, 
do it for yourself because I'm just telling you they they send out weekly videos of of what they're doing and what they're hunting i mean and 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 I, honestly i i have my own tv show on, on the pursuit channel which is tales from the outdoor show and i look at the production that these guys do each week is phenomenal and they 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 send you this video so each week and a lot of times i don't have a chance to watch them but but i came home last night and I was able to watch four or five episodes of, of each of them just to kind of see where they were and what they were doing. And and uh, Bill Winkie's been hunting this this I mean just massive buck. He's in Iowa, and 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 he built this crazy blind that you you just have to go see. And and he's been hunting this one particular buck. I mean like for for two two weeks solid. Right. And and got a shot at him um, last night. I went and watched it. He got a shot at him this week and and hit him high. You know, between the you know the the, uh, the the shoulder and the spine, and went right through him, and and you know found very little blood, and oh, you know, and, and uh, I mean, I'm just sitting there, and I'm, gosh, I mean, you know, here's a 200 inch buck that he's hunting, that he's been hunting, and he finally gets a shot, and just didn't go right, you know, and it's and 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 you know what, I give him credit though. I give him credit because again, you 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 kind of watch this whole thing build up for six weeks, right? And and they have, uh, you know, a muzzleloader season, mm-hmm. and and he said, I'm not going to shoot this deer with a with a gun. He said, I'm going to shoot this deer with a bow. With a bow. He can, I mean, he's mm-hmm. had him out there in the soybean fields at 40 yards for for 10 minutes. I mean, it, it would be done. Chip shot. Chip shot with a gun. Yep. Done. But but he has said, I'm going to shoot this deer with a bow, and finally got a shot at him, and 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 hit him high. And he, he, dude, he was sick. Yeah. I mean, if you watch, I mean, he is so passionate about this. And, and if when you watch his reaction, when you watch his reaction when he comes back and edits, he's still sick. But it, that's that's bow hunting, man. That's 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 all about it. I know that that I hunted a lot uh, in in the you know the last few years with a bow mm-hmm. because I'm passionate about the skill it takes. You and I are both charter boat captains, and and we know that in our our job. It requires a certain amount of skill in order to make uh, the the clients happy. Right. And and in, the bow hunting is just to to me it's almost like a, a growth from that passion we've had for the outdoors and mm-hmm. fishing to try to make you know to perfect our art, art of hunting. And it's tough because it requires so many things to go right. And and one of the things that I reflected on this week when I was talking to our friend. Uh, Larry Minyard, who's an avid bow hunter, and actually got me into it. Mm-hmm. And it, we were talking about the weight of the arrows. He goes, "How, how much do your arrows weigh?" I said, "I know, I know exactly how much they weigh. They weigh 416 grains." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Why?" And he says, "I'm only shooting like 300 something." And I said, "Why?" Yeah, why? I said, "Why? Why don't you?" And he goes, "I know." He said, and he did. He he ordered new arrows, and is going to increase it in another hundred grains. And part of the issue was that sealing the deal. Yeah. You know, when we hunted Kentucky this year yeah. up in the mountains, you know, he shot a huge buck. Yeah. And wasn't able to find it. And like you said, it's just that's part of boat hunting. Well, and, and, and that might have been part and parcel why it didn't seal the deal. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I went to a you know, 350 grain shaft. Right. Um. In in the last two years, and and that's due to hunting Indiana. And 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 Kansas. That's right. You know, and and, and it. I mean, dude, it's all a learning process. But I was shooting a two hundred and fifty grain arrow, 
right. you know, and then and then a hundred grain broadhead, and I shot a buck up there at fifteen yards, and 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 again when when we're when you're hunting down here, you, when you hit a deer dead in the middle of the shoulder, it will break that shoulder, yep. and and a lot of times it it it. it it's dead. Spires quickly, quickly. Yes, quickly. Yeah. And, I, and I shot this buck right in the shoulder, but his shoulder's two times as big. Yep. And and, and literally the, the, the arrow went in like like two inches. And bounced off. And bounced off. I'm like, yep. holy cow. And that's that's the reason that I went to the 350. And, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it, you, you've got to have that kinetic energy to, to be able to punch through there. You do. And, and, it, and it just – And or don't shoot him in the shoulder. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's just, and again, you look at it, you know, and, and one of the things we're talking about is, is late season. Yeah. And trying to harvest a, a, a deer in late season and how tough it is. And that's all part of the formula. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to consider all those aspects of hunting with a bow in order to make that hunt successful. You how, know? how many how many times are you sitting in your tree stand right now going, you know what, I'm going to put that stand over there next year yeah oh yeah i mean i'm already i i I am so planning for hunting season 2012 right now that it's it's you know i mean i'm I'm going okay i'm gonna put it in that tree i'm gonna trim that tree you know there's there's so many things because when you sit in the stand we've talked about this you know you you have to sit there to see what kind of pattern the animals have well you know it's a perfect time of the year to do it oh yeah we live down here in the south and, and it's probably other regions of the country when it starts to warm up in the spring and we get into summer, it's it's a task to begin to move stands along of the same lines of getting the food pots prepared or anything because it's so bloody hot. I mean, when you've got a heat index of 110 degrees yeah. and you can't hardly and breathe. And there's poison ivy and poison oak everywhere. And, and yellow flies. And mosquitoes big enough to carry off a small dog, yeah. you know. I mean, it's like, uh yeah, why am I doing this? Why, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, seriously, I was sitting in a stand. Uh, I, well, you called me. What was it, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Thir- okay. And and I finally found a tree to, 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 to climb, and it took me it took me an hour to trim it up. I mean, I, I, I had a hard time finding a tree to put a climber in. It took me an hour to put it up. I'm sweating. I go back to the truck. I had I had my uh, scent-free wipes. I, 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 you know, I get scent-free. I go back and get my stand. It's three o'clock at three thirty, and I'm not exaggerating, dude. It's blowing forty miles an hour. I'm hanging on to the tree, oh, yeah. and and then it starts raining. Okay, then it starts getting cold, and I sat there for three hours. I'm going, what an idiot! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what 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 am I doing? You it's know, I part mean, it's of the like, passion, and, and even I got home, and my wife's like, "This is the nastiest day." She goes, "What? What are you doing?" She goes, "You're not going to see anything." I said, "Yeah, but how do you know? You never know." I mean, he could step out at any point in time. I said, but I'm cold. You can't, you can't, you can't hunt from the couch. Whew, it was nasty. Oh, my goodness, it was nasty. You listen to the Hot Life Outdoors show, folks. Again, don't forget, hotlife.com. Go check it out. If you want to see our lovely faces, we're all on there. Just go to uh, the About Us and, and uh, check out Captain Kirk. He, he's a good-looking man. We'll be right back. As a hunter, we all know that America's number one camo wake pad up early just the got sun, you have a cup of coffee, grab some snacks, and start towards your stand. You have waited for this morning all year. The wind's perfect, the temperature's just right, and the bucks are in full rut. You sit in the dark, straining your ears for any little noise. 
The sun finally starts to filter through the trees. Then it happens. A doe comes by you on a fast trot. You immediately clip your release to your bow because you know he is coming. You hear a loud grunt and see antlers. It's a buck, a big buck. You stand up trying not to concentrate on the antlers. Your hands are shaking. You can't control the trembling in your knees. You draw the bow back praying the buck continues down the trail. But as big bucks do, he turns. Your heart sinks. You have a decent shot, but not one you're comfortable with. You decide to let him go. Even though you're disappointed, you can't help but think just how cool that was. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. That's why they started Hunt Life, so we can share our outdoor experiences with each other. If you know this feeling, visit HuntLife.com, because Hunt Life knows it's all about the outdoor experience. America's number one camo pattern just got better. All new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. 12 years of research give it unequal, effective design. Together, they break up Hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Break up infinity for Mossy Oak. It's not a passion, it's an obsession. We know the future of hunting depends on our nation's youth. But did you know that in many states, it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families of Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters of field are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesoffield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoors show. Welcome back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. I'm Kevin Favor along with Kirk Waltz. And uh, I guess basically next week's show will just kind of wrap things up. Wrap things up for the, the deer season. For, for, for the south. For you south. know, I know that uh, there's, you know, again, we, we, we talk about this, that, you know, our, our buddies who hunt, what is it, southwest Georgia, mm-hmm. um, they, they're still hot and heavy. And then the guys in Alabama. They're still hot and heavy. Well, west coast of Florida. West coast of Florida, yeah. You know, Panama City. Yep. That they're they're just getting into rut right there. Which is so weird. It is. I mean, and you and I have a, a mutual friend, uh, Ford Riley, the uh-huh. famous uh, artist. Mm-hmm. He's got a place up in close to uh, uh, Thomasville, Thomasville, Georgia, mm-hmm. and they're they're going into the oh yeah the rut right now. So it is it is unusual. The, the one thing that to me is kind of a bummer because I really dig bow hunting. Yeah, is that I know that our season is soon to come, our working season. You know, we kick, <laughs> yeah. you and I kick into high gear oh, in March yeah. and we get a little bit of time off. You, you talk about fishing season. Our fishing season. Yep. And so, yeah, you know, we, we're getting ready to hit the ground running wide open. So we got a little bit of time off here. Yeah. Hey, uh, Logs is, is, is on the phone. How about that? Morning, Jeff. Morning, boys. <laughs> what's, what's up? Why aren't you sitting in the stand? Uh, well, I, I got uh, we we got a, a reschedule on a flag football game this weekend, so the coach has got to come back for a doubleheader weekend. Oh Uh-oh. man, bummer! So you got the the phone call? Yeah, so that's all right. So um, I'm actually in route back and just drove by a big cotton field that's been picked already, and there was a flock of about 20 turkeys out there, and that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, we 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 we've talked about that. I'm 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 ready for that to happen. I'm I'm kind of almost over the deer thing. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much over too. I had, had a good sit last night and it's amazing how, you know, you get late season in the south and deer kind of gotten tuned in to hunting pressure and everything else. And 
I sat in the stand well after shooting light last night, and there was about, oh, I don't know. I, I stopped counting at 12 that what? came out into the field. Yeah. You know, but it, but it was one of those things you couldn't tell, buck or doe, fawn or anything. It was just, you know, one, two, three kind of deal, you know. Yeah, we had a waxing so, moon, so, I mean, you still had plenty of moonlight, too. Yeah, I could actually see pretty good, uh, you know, just shapes. I couldn't tell what they were, so yeah. that's all right. We didn't kill them all. Yeah, exactly. There's, st- there's still some <laughs> out there. Yeah, but I, I was wanting to tell all the, all the listeners, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm driving home. I said, you know, I want to listen to you guys. And uh, on your phone, you can get a, a, a an application. It's called TuneIn Radio. Uh-huh. And if you get TuneIn Radio and you pull up the different stations that were on, you can actually listen to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show no matter where you are via your phone from the TuneIn Radio app. All you got to do is just go to the United States and then click on the state. And then your city, and then you can you can listen to that. As long as you got a cell phone signal, you can listen in your car, no matter where you are. How cool is that? That's, that, that yeah, that's that's way cool. All right, so uh, next week's show, we're just we're going to kind of wrap everything up, huh? Well, we'll wrap it up, and then also uh, next week, I will uh, have returned from the shot show in Las Vegas, which is the Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor Trade yes. Association big you know annual event. And I'll be there uh, with Bobby Hall's Lander from. From Hunt Life, and me and him are going to spend you know two and a half days there at the Shot Show. So, all right, well, we have a report from the Shot Show. We look forward to it. Thanks, Logs. Okay, boys. See ya, folks. You've been listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Don't forget to tune in next week because uh, I, I want the report from Logman on the Shot Show in Vegas. Yeah, that ought to be really interesting. Yeah, y'all have a good weekend. Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2012.